Bring it. Hello and welcome once again to Fuse the Thought with me, Ben Simmons, and my always esteemed colleague. Me, Martin Hill. Oh, that was an elongated me. I liked it. Elongated. We've gone with that, not truncated. You <laughs> like it? Uh, you it's like the opposite of truncated. Like You're elongated. <laughs> elongated man. That is a hero, actually. On the flash. That was good, though. Hi! I it. Welcome. Yes. Yes. Welcome, Ben. Welcome to, to the show. I'm welcoming you to the show. Thanks. And everyone who's listening. I'm welcoming you too, Martin, and everyone who's listening. Yes. It's we can't welcome each other. There's just too much jovality going on. Jovality? <laughs> jovality. Jo- What's the word? <laughs> Jolity? Joviality? Jolity. Jo- Joviality. That's the word I'm after. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. But uh, yeah, there's there too is. much of it. Let's get far more serious for the rest. Yes. I'll have a vowel, please, Ben. <laughs> That's a nice link because in case you didn't realise, which I'm sure you didn't because we haven't promoted it anywhere, this episode is going to be all about... You ever. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is going to be all about that wonderful institution, the quiz show, the game show. And we are quiz going show, to the game have, a, show. have a look are at they, those. Are there technically two different things? or No, I guess they're well? the same thing, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, so a game show or quiz show or something of the type. Yeah. They've always uh, been extremely popular forms of entertainment. And as time's gone on, the prizes you can win as a contestant have got better and better and some incredibly lucrative now. Can't beat that speedboat though, can you? No, it's bullseye. What a classic. What a classic. Watching someone who's never picked up a dart, try and throw it in the board and it falls on the floor and you can see their mate who's a semi-pro is livid. I used to love that. Absolutely. And all the people (laughs) who were just selling speedboats after the show. (laughs) Any, anyone who won it just like went straight on eBay. So I live in a block of I live in a block of flats in the city, Birmingham. What we're going to yeah. do with a bloody speedboat? Yeah. Anyone, anyone want to buy a speed? No, mate. We live what, in the UK. We don't do speedboats. What's so funny now, with hindsight, is watching clips of eighties quizzes where they won a car, and you're like, that car looks utter shit. And all right, yeah, there was one the other day. They brought out a Morris Minor three wheeler. <laughs> As if it was like gold dust. Look at this car. It's brilliant. Never mind the fact there's a wheel missing. It's just the best of the best. This, I think it was Bullseye I was watching. That's oh, oh, no, Bullseye's usually a mini or something. Or like yeah, a, yeah. What was that old uh, uh, Ford, like a Ford Fiesta type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an Austin Maestro or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, that's... they're not that good now. They bring out some at rubbish, like a Nissan Micro or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Out... It's, very, it's not very often they've got like a Ferrari on, on the on What's the that thing? There's that thing that's online only, isn't it, that you see now? It's like Omaze, where it's like, win this three and a half million house in Wimbledon. It's like, yeah, that's a decent prize, but it's not on TV, so it doesn't yeah, count. Is that legit? Like, I do see that around, but it looks to me like it, it's dodgy. Like, well, is that not know. just a money grab? I've seen major celebrities endorsing things on there before. I, th- I actually think it is legit. Having said that, I've never entered anything on it. Um, but yeah, well, you got to be in it to win it, Ben. Exactly be in it to win it. I'm not. Getting... The lottery is like a game show. Yeah, it is. Yeah, your you favourite. Brian Conley presented that. My dad wrote on that 
show, we've got your number, the National Lottery that Conley presented. Is that when he did that, I've been in your house? No, I think that was after. That was on a thing called that- Judgment Day. Oh, it might uh, have been that- on the lottery. Oh, I can't we, we, Me and my mate Pete used to love that game show. Yeah. It was yeah. only on for a bit, and then he stopped doing it. Or the, yeah, the yeah. I think... Uh, I love didn't... Brian Conley. Although, yeah. you know, I don't like that he's on EastEnders. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be upset. You're better than that, Brian. If you're ever <laughs> listening, you're better than that. We should get him on here. Yeah, he would. He probably would at some point. I'll have to yeah. find out. I'll have to get have a chat. I just don't know through. what I'd say to him. <laughs> that, that, that's the one time you've probably have me a bit like, oh, I don't know. Just don't, know what to say. As long as he doesn't bring a puppet with him, you'll be all right. Just don't say that and he'll be fine. I'll be so tempted not to do any of the lines from it, which is the... Yeah. What is weird, uh, when uh, we, we uh, obviously a couple of weekends ago, we all we all went out, we all met up. with we uh, met up with some friends from uni. And uh, one of my friends uh, from uni started telling me about the Brian Conley show that I had on VHS. He said he was telling me a story about how I always used to watch this VHS. <laughs> and I made him sit and watch this VHS video of Brian Conley's show. I think it's the last one where he did all these characters. Yeah. And he he remembers my enjoyment from that. <laughs> like, I no matter no matter what number it was of how many times I'd watched it, I would always laugh at that. Yeah, story. yeah, yeah. Still I've still got the VHS. It's sitting behind me on a shelf over here, but I just oh, don't yeah. have a VHS player. And what yeah. is bizarre is that DVD of that show is about 50, 60 quid to really? buy. Really? Yeah, wow. I can't get it any cheaper. In fact, if, if your friend or your dad, get your dad to ring Brian and say, look, <laughs> I need yeah. a copy of that DVD for this guy who is pretty much obsessed with that show. I can yeah. still quote it word for word. I won't bore everyone listening to my <laughs> rendition of his song, Juicy, where he's dressed as a huge orange, but it is definitely worth watching. <laughs> Brilliant. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Right. Anyway, well, Ben tried to screw me over again with his topic. Let's do game shows, he says, knowing full well that I have my tradition of going 150 years ago. Yeah. Now, it's been nigh on impossible, but I have <laughs> wrangled something together here. I've been So, go on then. The UK's first UK produced radio game show. Yes was called Juvenile Competition Night, and it started in 1924. And that's as early as I can get it. Close enough. That is very close. I'm impressed with that. that. Yeah, that's good research. Very close. And uh, I don't know when it stopped. I haven't got that information. But round about the 1920s, 1930s, when a lot of these radio quizzes where you could win something or writing competition started. So this was technically the era that started a lot of what we now class as game shows. Okay. where a, a listener would win something by doing something or answering questions for it. Yeah. And then it went into what we are now. Now, the other thing is the longest running game show. Okay. Yeah. UK, UK based. We're talking here. There's an argument between two. All right. I'm going with the one that works best for my little theory. <laughs> right. So I'm going with a question of sport. Oh, yeah, good, yeah. Now, a question of sport is the longest, like, big block of runs. The one that they usually argue with is University Challenge. University Challenge has had ah, lots of stops yeah. and starts, stops and starts, stops and starts. Technically, 
yeah. depending on which way you look at it, University Challenge is the oldest one because that started in 1962. Uh, so that has been the longest running for that respect. But like I said, it stops and starts and dribs and drabs. The yeah. longest consecutive continuous period of run and also technically the second oldest is uh, a question of sport which started in 1970. Wow. That's as yeah. close as I can get. 1971-1921. That is impressive. See, you said it was tenuous like you were clutching at straws. There was some great information in that. I think that Great information there. And, and folks, I don't get paid for this. <laughs> you should do. You know, that level of research. I should it's, be a researcher. This I need podcast, a job. Anyone listening who needs a researcher and is willing to pay me, I'm your man. Or anyone who wants to invest in a podcast and help it get into the upper echelons, you know, invest in this one and then we both Yeah, can... but we also need to advertise it as well, though, Ben. Yeah, there is that. Right, okay. Yeah. Go on, then. What's your fact? Right, my Rainbow. fact is the largest amount of money ever won by a contestant on a game show is a guy called Brad Rutter who went on Jeopardy in America. I've no idea how this works, like if someone doesn't win it for however long, if it rolls over. Brad Rutter won $3,370,102 on Jeopardy. Wowza. Can you imagine that? I mean, who wants to be a millionaire? You have to be like incredibly knowledgeable to do it. Obviously, Jeopardy, you have to have general or, knowledge or as good well. at coughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, but yeah, $3.3 million he won. Now, I haven't done the exhaustive research to find out if that was in one episode or if he kept being on and winning and staying on. I can imagine that being a one episode. In the UK, I can tell you the UK, the UK's highest game show winner was Graham Fletcher. Um, but he was a rollover contestant on Red and Red or Black, that Ant and Deck thing a while ago, and he won 1.5 million. Wow, wow! Um, so it beats it beats that, but uh, it could be. It sounds like it was probably some sort of rollover thing for to get to three million. I don't know how many yeah. game shows that whack out three million. No, I know. I mean, exactly. who wants to be a millionaire was like massive in its time when you're like you can win a million pounds yeah by just answering 15 questions yeah and clearly their average payout must have been something like eight 16 grand or whatever something like that but you think however many people they had on the series and every single time they would put an advert on phone up to be a contestant and it would be like it costs two pounds to make a call and then you're like how many, what, if two, if a million people phoned up every week, they're making two million pounds a week. And then if they don't give out the, all right, that's not all theirs. It has, they have phone costs and whatever and the running of it. But even so, they must have more than covered their money. That, that they must have made absolute fortunes, the producers of those shows. Well, yeah, because they'll have had um, advertising and stuff in there as well. It was Celador, wasn't it? Jasper yeah, Carrot. yeah, 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 yeah. I Jasper Carroll. I'm surprised he didn't host it, but it was Jasper Carroll. Okay. Yeah, he did. Oh, that. is it Endemol? Do you remember that thing Jasper Carrot did for a while called Golden Balls? That was actually yeah. good. Yeah, I used to like that because you had to decide if you wanted to keep the prize or split it with the other person. And then it was always funny when they tried to screw each other over. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But that was his company as well. His company did that and set up the. Uh, millionaire thing. I know Jasper Carrot had something to do with setting up the millionaire thing. Okay, amazing. Uh, but for some reason, he didn't host it. They went with Chris Tarrant. Unless Chris Tarrant was involved as well. I don't know. 
I, d- I have Every, no idea. Every, everybody knows everybody, by the way. I do think it. it's funny because you wouldn't have put him doing it 10, 15 years ago, but Clarkson going on to do Millionaire now, he works really well as the host of it. And I like that extra thing they've added where they can ask the host if he knows the answer. I think that's a good idea, that. To be honest, I, can't, I, I never, ever liked Clarkson until I watched that farm thing of his the other oh, really? couple yeah. of months ago. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. I just found him to be so annoying, and <laughs> and and yet he's quite endearing. In in well, he's still annoying, but as he's endearing. got a bit older, he's got less annoying. I think. Yeah, he was definitely more annoying on Top Gear and stuff. But I always quite liked it. I I, I, I yeah. Anyway, I do like Millionaire. Since they brought it back, I do like it. I guess we should talk about. Uh, yeah, it is Celador, by the way. So Celador were the original owners of who creators of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Okay. Do you remember the huge controversy where you mentioned the coughing and being good at coughing? It was such an unbelievable thing. Let's try and cheat. Who wants to be a millionaire live during the broadcast? Well, no, it wasn't live, but during the broadcast of it. <laughs> You've got to have some balls to try and do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... It's fascinating. I'm surprised, in fairness, that that's the only thing that yeah. got through. I, I do. I always suspected that people would be trying to cheat stuff more yeah. than what it seems that they have. In fact, one of the things that I was researching was the the biggest cheaters, and there's not there's not a lot to to pick from, really. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Have, a, not... have you got the TV on in the background? <laughs> No, I haven't. Oh. <laughs> um, I can hear stomach. I just wonder what it was. Uh, but, like, yeah, the, the whole Ingram thing was was quite funny because, like, I think there was a couple of people coughing for him or something, weren't there, to let yeah. him know which answer was what. Yeah. And I just found that, like, it's heavily reliant on people knowing the, the answer still. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, like the people in the audience have got to know the difficult answer to be able to cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's one thing that, that messed him up, wasn't it? Because there was one point where, like, he was waiting for an answer and he never got an answer. Yeah. Or someone didn't cut because no one knew, and it, it became so obvious that uh, yeah. things were linked up. Uh, did you ever watch the TV show? Yeah, the dramatization of it. Yeah, it was good. That. Yeah. It was My, good. Michael How Sheen good is Martin, Michael Sheen. Like, yeah, he is amazing. Yeah. He is phenomenal, isn't it? Like he's he's just done that part so well, just like he did Nixon. Uh, uh, not Nixon. Uh, well, it was in the Frost Nixon. Frost Nixon. Frost. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, is a brilliant actor. That guy, amazing. Yeah, he is phenomenal. Really good. And um, and yeah, he he came second in Ingram in this list, but the other one, like the one who was the biggest scandal at the time, was a guy called Michael Larson. And this was in a show called Press Your Look, which was in on CBS in America for a while. Right. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know the whole Shabbat, I think he might be slightly autistic or something, but basically it's some sort of, um, I don't know the game show, so I don't know how the game show works, but the game show works, part of it works, is that there's a randomizer that comes on screen uh, and a bit like you know in Ant and Dick's Saturday Night Takeaway, where it it covers it randomizes yeah. everything and then covers them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of saw from watching this every week that it was doing everything on a sequence. Okay. So he was watching this and he kind of went, "There's a sequence here." Yeah. And this was back in like the late seventies, 
early 80s. So he got yeah. a VHS recorder and recorded these shows and worked out what the sequence was. <laughs> and then he spent, he like pretty much sold his car, sold everything to get a ticket to, I think it was Cincinnati or wherever it was, to go there and be a contestant on this show and get in. Yeah. So he spent all his money on a bet that he could sort this out. And when he went in there, he, he followed the sequence and he won all this money, like loads and loads of money. Wow. Uh, and it was just a massive scandal at the time because of how it all came about and technically he didn't cheat. Yeah, how did, he get, how did he get found out? Just, though? Because they were suspicious because he won something. I think he just admitted it. Oh, right, right. Okay. He didn't cheat. From what I can tell, he's told the story. Yeah, I had the VHS. He's got him. I used to pause it and he used to guess. To test his theory, he'd put it on and he'd be able to pause the VHS just before it did it, and he'd go, right, that's going to be there, that's going to be there. And he'd test his theory, and every time, he got it to the point where every time he was guessing correctly, and he's like, right, I'm going on this show and I'm winning some money. <laughs> I love that. I mean, why, why wouldn't you, to be fair? But Yeah, totally. Almost a bit of a genius for his time, to be honest. Well, no, actually he wasn't, because from what I understand, he... Um, uh, there was another, he was obsessed with winning these game shows. And there was another one. Apparently what he did was there was a radio or a TV game show that said they would give you $30,000 if you could guess the sequence or get, if you could match a random number sequence to a $1 bill. So, you know, like in America, all well, I don't know about you, but they've also got a serial yeah. number on them. Okay, yeah, they yeah. They yeah. spat out numbers. So he went out and he drew like all his... Five hundred and odd thousand dollars from the bank in one dollar notes, <laughs> right? So that he could have this money with him and and go through and try and win this extra thirty grand. Bloody hell! And apparently he got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I, sh- I, should- I shouldn't laugh, but it was kind of karma. Come back and come back and get you. So yeah, like hundred and odd grand got stolen from his house when he was out at a Christmas party or something. <laughs> I remember a few years back, must be within the last 20 years, a guy, it was done like a documentary, but a guy literally sold everything he owned, all his possessions, his car, his house, and whatever lump sum he ended up with, he had to go to a casino and put it all on either red or black on the room. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, I do remember this. And and they followed the guy around. They explained why he'd done it. They showed him getting rid of everything. It was like a two-hour-long program or whatever. And then I was like, he must have had some kind of waiver from the TV company. If you lose everything, we'll it did lose insurance. No, he won. He won. Whatever it was, he had a total of, I don't know, a total of about something like 130 grand. I might be wrong, but it was somewhere between like 90 and 150 grand. I don't know. And then he put it all on one colour and he doubled his money because he'd watched some sequence and reckoned he could know what was going to happen in roulette or whatever. And uh, yeah. That is mental. Well, why did it... Right, the only thing that gets me with that, I do remember it. I vaguely remember the TV. I remember it happening or someone telling me about it or talking yeah. to me about it. Uh, why go through the process of making him sell everything though? Why not just give him a chip that says right the value of everything you own? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. If you win, like, it could have been so much shorter. <laughs> just gone. Oh, I won. Oh, oh. I'll give you this money then. There you that, that's just <laughs> reminded me of a link back to a game show which I have to mention because it's so annoyingly good to watch, but they waste so much time. Which is BBC Two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Warwick Davis tenable and 
the idea of it is quite good. Here's a list of top 10 things you have to guess. And your guess has to be one of the top 10 to keep it going. If you guess outside the top 10, you lose your life. If you guess a second time wrong, you're out of the game. And then they have five people in the team try and do like this guess the 10 countries in the world that begin with the letter P or something, for an example, is one of them. And so they're, they're going like Poland, Portugal, and then they're going Papua New Guinea or whatever. And they're like, oh, I don't know now. And so then they they struggle or whatever. And they all have to do that. Then there's a final and then the whole team has a go at the final. But someone has a guess, the host or the the um, automated computer could just go, yeah, your guess is in the top 10 or it isn't. But for instance, say they've listed the 10 countries that begin with the letter P and it's organised in alphabetical order and they go Papua New Guinea. It doesn't just go ding, that's correct. It starts at number 10 every time and counts up a ladder and goes dum, 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 ding. And it's there. Or if it's not there, it keeps going to one and then does like a, you're wrong. And it's like, you could save half the time of the show by not having this light to sending up a ladder to see if you're right or not. Just let him see if it's right or not straight away. It annoys me so much. It's like, We've got an hour-long show that could be half hour, but we've made it into an hour by having this stupid light-up thing that goes yeah, on. Well, I was watching one today, so I've never seen it before. It's called Unbeatable. Well, I think it's called Unbeatable. They kept saying, is your answer unbeatable? Oh, uh, yeah. It's J- Jason Manford. Uh, yes. I don't know if you've seen it. I mean, he's he he, he makes it bearable. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, like, I like Jason Manford. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's an odd... You've got like six options to a question, and you just have to decide what order they're in that's right and then if you decide if you think you're absolutely right then you can say that this is an unbeatable answer and you'll yeah. get like a thousand quid or something and if any of the other answers beat it you lose uh, i mean i got into it to be fair i put yeah. it on ra- randomly like the channel was on and this appeared <laughs> yeah um uh, and then yeah that seems to go i i, I know i don't know enough about the show but it, it was it was watchable one thing i have to say like I know my my mate's a big fan of Tipping Point. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, are you are you a fan of? It? No, I'm I not kinda, a fan. I th- I'm I annoyed kinda, by it. Yeah, I get a bit annoyed with that as well. I I usually call it, you know, as the chase come on yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, it's like it's a fairground game or an arcade game that people put two peas in and try and get loads of copper to come out, and then ten peas it's progressed to or whatever. It's like let's make a TV show of that. And you're like, really? One thing I should say, which I think is brilliant, and I can't think of any other example of it happening like this, is countdown and then allowing that to change so that eight out of 10 cats does countdown. So it's the same game, but late night and having people be able to swear on it. And it's still exactly the same game, but with a totally different atmosphere it, yeah. and I just love it. I think that version of it is so brilliant. What Absolutely. Done. And much love to all the Sean Locke fans and family out there. But he yeah, was, yeah. A, he was a, a legend, that guy. I, yeah, uh, absolutely. This day, in fact, on my phone, I've got his full stand-up thing because I downloaded it and I listened to it loads because it's the only one I've got. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So when I'm, when I'm travelling around, I've very often had his uh, Sean Locke live uh, stand up out that and 
Rod Gilbert. Anyway. Some of the bits um, he did on that eight out of ten cats when they just go off on one or whatever or introduce themselves at the start, absolutely brilliant. Sean he's Rock. he's a genius. But I used to love him on eight out of ten cats. Eight out of ten cats was a good show. Yeah, that, that's more of a, a topical show. But but like the yeah, and what they did with that was completely introduce catchphrase to a whole new audience of people as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like they kind of made catchphrase cool. Yeah, by yeah. creating that thing as well, and it's such a random. I don't know whose idea that was, but it was a brilliant idea. Yeah, I think they yeah. did it. They did it as a crossover special, didn't they? They did it as a special at like Christmas or something, because yeah. I think there was a few they did. Eight out of ten cats does such and such. I think they did a few different ones, but catchphrase just seemed to, catchphrase uh, countdown. Just real. That was that was my favorite as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, C- countdown just really seemed to gel with everyone. everyone yeah, just absolutely. And, and I just, just I just love the fact that the afternoon one is kind of deadly serious and much more sort of everyone takes themselves so seriously. And this is it. I can't it. I can't watch it now with Anne Robinson. Oh no, films. yeah, I didn't like her. Maybe she'll settle into it. But even that Nick Hewer, I quite liked him doing it. I liked Nick. Yeah, Jeff liked Stelling him. did it for a bit. The guy off Sky, Des Lynham did it. I liked Des Lynham doing it. But Richard Whiteley was great when we were kids. He was yeah. amazing doing it. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. When I was on tour um, years ago now, I was touring of Mice and Men, and it was a school thing. So we always used to try and get back to the hotel in time for countdown <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so that we could just sit and, and watch count and we did like as a group we just, just sit there waiting <laughs> for the conundrum yeah there's another show that i used to watch when i came in from school and it must have been after or maybe it was before countdown i can't remember but 15 to 1 that was quite that was on for years wasn't it william g stewart was the host of 15 to 1 i remember they had three green lights that used to light up and as they lose a yeah. life the lights would go out and then they'd have to leave the game <clears throat> and that uh, yeah that was quite a good well that went on for years but um i did I, I wasn't a fan there was one there was one episode of that that was like scandalous or something wasn't there the the was did, yeah that's the one where you like you never see the horse do you well uh not you did it's but just, not very just often contestant and they're doing and there's this one where they they were there was a whole episode where all the questions were like about national disasters and how many people died in this bombing at such and such a day and you had to sort of guess it and yeah it, it was supposed to be I think in memorial of them but it, it was just <laughs> it was just done in such bad taste yeah yeah that, uh, I, I'm ninety percent certain it was that show but I, I I didn't get on with that show to be honest well moving away from that let's talk about something you got on with because I enjoyed it as well catchphrase then you absolutely loved that Roy it's, my, it's my it's my message tone on my phone is ah the nice noise. yeah yeah that was a great noise that the, the catchphrase buzzer yeah it's brilliant but yeah. so whenever i get a text message and it's amazing how many people know it yeah 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 like instantly because if i'm if i am out somewhere and i get a message people go is that catchphrase like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what i used to love about roy walker was when they would guess the thing with the picture and they had to guess what the thing that got unveiled over time and they'd have a guess and he'd go that's excellent but it's nowhere near or that's good <laughs> but it's not right it's, and it, it's, it's like good, how, but it's not the right answer how can i be encouraging but tell them they're crap <laughs> I did used to love that. He he was brilliant. There's one there's one episode where Roy Walker because right? he, he does always try to be quite jovial about everything, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's like, this is 
like this Irish thing that he's got going on. <laughs> and they did used to do that. It's good, but it's not their own answer. And all that kind of stuff, which he made very much famous. Yeah. And I do remember one episode that I was in Stitches where they just said something that was so outrageous. And he, he almost just gave in. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong with it. It was just like, he just looked at them very painfully and just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> he just had this look on his face as if to say, I can't even big you up on that. It was a ridiculous thing to say. Try again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it I know in a few minutes we're going to get onto a sort of list of popular game shows, quiz shows in the UK. But there was, when I think back to my youth, ah, nice work. Yeah. Let's have it again oh. officially if you can. Yeah, there we go. Great, great. Um, I think that I'm just going to gloss over some of them, but some that I remember very fondly Bob's Full House, some sort of weird version of Bingo with Bob Monkhouse. Um, play your cards right with Brucey. You can't fail to have loved that higher or lower and all that. Um, the Price is Right. I used to, I was Leslie Crowther used to host The Price is Right when I watched it. I remember that. And um, that was such a good concept as well. Uh, and then another one you, I know it you is. liked, Strike It Lucky with uh, Barrymore. That was legendary, wasn't it? What's Top, hot, middle, or bottom. What's a hot spot? Not. Good spot. <laughs> I was having a drink, sorry. <laughs> sorry. As I heard you saying it, I thought I'm taking a drink here. I can't reply. <laughs> you left me hanging. It's all I gone did, violently sorry, wrong. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no worries. But yeah, they were all... so good. He was like, I'm so upset with Barrymore. Uh, and the way his career's gone, because I thought he was phenomenal as a host. I, I don't think anyone can touch him as a host. His and if you of, ever go back and watch those things out, the way he is with contestants is Yeah, just, that's just what I was going to say, his way of interacting with people. Yeah, brilliant. there's just no one no one like him, and it's 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 sad. I don't, I don't yeah. know either way what happened there, but it was very, 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 very sad. Did you know? So who would you guess, right? Right. Um, Given your your knowledge of all these uh, game shows, yeah, who do you think in the UK? I'm talking has hosted the most game shows. Oh, that's now who that, this is difficult because we're going back to well before my time as well. Someone like Des O'Connor hosted some stuff for quite a while. Brucey must have hosted loads. Bob Monkhouse hosted loads. Are you talking about different series or individual episodes of game shows? Uh, individual, no, not series, like in separate ideas of game shows. Okay. Separate oh, okay. Things. Yeah. Then I would go, yeah, I would go with Brucey probably. No, I, I can't even find Brucey on the list. Which Jimmy is, Tarbuck? Uh, no. Blimey, O'Reilly, I think you're going too old school, to be honest. Oh, okay. Is it quite... Ne- oh, right. That's interesting. So, no, Richard Osman hasn't done much these days. Uh, no, go on. You'll have to tell me. I can't think. Well, Bob Monkhouse is third. He's done 16 as the main host. Wow. Two as a co-host or regular, and one special or pilot. Okay, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, above him... Well, just below him is Bradley Walsh. Bradley Walsh has done 15. Wow, right. Yeah, different different shows. And it must be because, like, the chase is on, like, 50 now or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, I'm fairly certain we are talking, yeah, we are talking about different ones. Um, above Bob Monkhouse is Vernon Kay. Really? 
Wow. Yeah, with 17. I remember him doing family As a main host and as co-host or regular, he's done none. Uh, Specials or pilots, he's done one. Okay. Uh, There is a little caveat next to him that says this number would go down by one, but specials would go up by one if you counted Game Show Marathon as a series of individual game shows rather than its own format. Okay. Uh, Okay. But he would either equal or be above. But the one who's done the most is probably someone who I despise the most, to be (laughs) fair. (laughs) I think it's someone who should never have hosted a show in her entire life. And if the her hasn't given you a clue, no, it really hasn't. Annoying. What? Come on. Who's the most annoying TV presenter in the world? (laughs) Davina McCall. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. She's done 18 as the main host. Wow. Two as a co host or a regular, and four specials or pilots. Million pound drop. Million pound drop is a good concept, but. If it's just done too weirdly on Channel 4. Did and you, then just below all that lot is the other most annoying woman on the planet, Claudia Wil- Winkleman. It's She's done loads of game shows, really? 14 game shows. I'm wondering if they're counting reality shows as game shows, because I'm betting they're counting all the yeah, Big that, Brother stuff. Well, that's bit, oh, possibly, yeah. And Claudia Winkleman did all the Hell's Kitchen stuff early doors as well. I think they must be including that. It's not. There isn't a list of... Yeah. Well, actually, maybe if I click them, it might tell me. No, it, no, it, it doesn't. Wow. I'm, I'm oh, amazed. it does. Hang on. Oh, he's opened up a whole new world to himself now of research. I think this might be 18. I don't know. But quickly, Davina McCall's got Big Brother, Big Brother's Big Quiz, The Biggest Loser UK, Don't Try This at Home, The Drop Dead Show, Five Minutes to a Fortune, God's Gift, Got to Dance, House Hunters, The Jump, Love on a Saturday Night, The Masked Dancer, The Masked Singer, The Million Pound Drop, Oblivious, 180, Pop Stars, Pop Stars The Rivals, Prickly Heat, Reborn in the USA, Stars in Their Eyes, Stepping Out, Street Mate, The Vault, and This Time Next Year. See, now, that's weird because some of those I would call game shows or quiz shows. Some of them, they're sort of reality talent shows, and that's not... She was hosting those. That's not Yeah, there was 25 in that list, so I think... Okay, yeah. uh, I think the other ones are taken out. I'm I'm amazed, though, that she's done the most. I did, Like I said, I like the Million Pound Drop. That's a decent idea. Stars in their eyes. Is that a game show? I suppose it is contestants doing so, yeah. Yeah. I used to like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Matthew Kelly did it, Matthew made it for me. Oh, I'll tell you what. I know there was someone before that. That's just reminded me of You Bet with Matthew Kelly. I used to love that. You Bet was good. Yeah. That was excellent. Uh, big that. break. Do you remember Big Break? Oh, yeah. It's only a game, so better believe I'm right. Here's a very old yeah. a very old one from when I was at school, so it might be too uh, old for you. Cheggers Plays Pop. Do you remember that with Keith Chegwin? No, and I'm glad I don't. <laughs> I'm showing my age there with that one. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. Oh, there's Bruce. He's done 10. Yeah, I'm surprised. Obviously, Generation Game and all that. But, yeah, but he did the same thing for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why. Play Your Cards Right was just unbelievable. What a simple concept, but a great idea. To, to, I'll tell you what, of all the simple concepts to turn into an unbelievably popular game show, Deal or No Deal was brilliant. 
basically no one's got anything tangible. You've all got a box with an amount of money in. You either get that amount of money or you try and negotiate for more based on what's left. Such a clever idea with basically nothing. Brilliant. Yeah. And uh, Deal or No Deal is number three on my top 10 worst British questions. Do you want to go through those before we get to the best? Let's do the worst. It says here, what even is Deal or No Deal? It's not a (laughs) quiz. There are no questions and it's not a game show as there's no games. It is, to quote Charlie Brooker, a cosmic ordering on uh, a cosmic ordering what's in the the box (laughs) guess-a-thon. Which crosses Schrodinger's infamous dead cat hypothesis with what is essentially a form of televised gambling as contestants attempt to outwit a fictitious banker to determine un- which unknown sum is contained within the designated box. Yeah. I think that's an adequate summing up there. I think that has described it very well, yeah. It is good, though, though to be fair. Um, all right, I've got the 10. Worst these are, these ones are the to worst. Avoid. Yeah. Okay. Number 10. Uh, I don't actually know which order it's going in. I'm assuming 10 is... The least bad. Surely one's the worst, isn't it, of all? Like... Well, it's it's gone in... The, I don't know, because number 10 here, I I think number 10 is the worst. All right, go on then. Yeah, yeah I think it is. I'm going to start... Do it in reverse order. Then. Yeah, yeah, reverse order. Oh, yeah. Build up. So, number one, I haven't actually heard of. It's called Apocalypse Wow. Oh, I've, I maybe have heard of it. I couldn't tell you anything about it other than I'm vaguely familiar with the title. Okay, I haven't, I don't know. Oh, it's apparently started this year. Uh, and yeah, by all accounts, it's just rubbish. I don't <laughs> even know who the, I don't even know who the presenter is. <laughs> I think that's the best summing up ever. By all accounts, it's just rubbish. The presenter is AJ Adudu. Adudu? Oh, yeah. Adudu. AJ Aduba describes Apocalypse Wow wow, in one link as being the love child between Total Wipeout and a sex shop. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know. It's really weird. They're all dressed in spandex and so it's very bizarre. It doesn't look Number two uh, or nine, if you go in the other way, I suppose, is Bullseye. Oh, no. Come on. That shouldn't be. Well, technically, it is rubbish. Let's be fair. I, I mean, it's a laugh. good show. I, we, we only like it because of how bad the prizes were. That's yeah, the only thing we like about it. No, but some of the catchphrases. Keep out of the black and in the red. Nothing in this game for two in a bed. Brilliant. Tony Green. Come on. Is nothing in this game for two in a bed? Meaning if, Yeah, because they had the one round where it was the prize round and it was either black or red. It was divided into. And if you got a black square, you got a prize. If oh, you got yeah, a red, you bullseye, lost. Yeah. All right, I'll let you off. If you got the same yeah. black one twice. You lost. Number three, number seven was Deal or No Deal, saying it was bad. Number six was Don't Scare the Hair. Oh, I do vaguely remember that as well. Really? I don't remember this, but it's about some animatronic sort of rabbit and a badger. <laughs> don't badger the badger. Don't fright the termite. Don't start the heart. I don't know. It's some really weird... Just the way. Don't scare the hair was presumably built as a throwback to knockabout fun of shows such as Mr. Blobby or It's a Knockout, but the central gimmick of having a large animatronic hair, which seems to have an unhealthy relationship with Jason Bradbury, is just utterly bizarre. And not least because the hair has all of the personality and aesthetic interests of a hairless Furby desperately seeking to establish its own sentience. 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 
Just the way yeah. you've got about reading about that makes it sound utter shit. So well done. It is. It is utter, utter rubbish. Utter rubbish. Number five, eggheads. I agree. It's complete and utter tosh. Well, it's always of all the things, it's like, have a go at beating these people. Oh, you can't. Have a go at beating. Oh, you can't. Oh, we've done 25 episodes in a row where you haven't beaten them. Oh, wow. Someone's beaten them. Right. We'll have another 30 episodes where they don't get beaten. It's like, oh. yeah, it's a very, they never, it's very odd. It's a really bizarre thing to even whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, number six, I do remember this, and it was bad. Hole in the wall. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just have to try and jump through a shape. Yeah. yeah, it was, and the host was rubbish. I can't even remember his name. It was, uh, oh, it was absolutely abysmal. Number seven was red <laughs> or black, which is essentially a fifty-fifty betting game. Yeah, uh, yeah. and yeah, just a load of rubbish. Number eight was shafted. Oh, I don't remember that. Do you know? I do remember no. that. It was Robert Kilroy Silk, who's got you oh, know, yeah. personality of a wet mop. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was just a bad thing for a mid... I think it was a middle of the day. Before you get to the um, final ones, uh, Hole in the Wall was hosted by the sadly no longer with us, Dale Winton of Supermarket Sweep fame. Was it? I don't yeah. remember it being Dale Winton. Was yeah. it always him? Uh, definitely on series three, I think it was. Oh, uh, I always thought it was someone anyway. Uh, right. shafted, yeah, load of rubbish. I don't know what it was. Number nine or number two here is tipping point, as we said. As yeah. I agreed, it is an absolute load of rubbish. But number <laughs> 10 was well by Dale Winton again, I'm afraid. Go on. Um, touch the truck, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. God. Literally. Uh, and this happened down your way. It was at Lakeside Shopping Centre in Thurrock, Essex. <laughs> it was a Toyota Land Cruiser, and they just had to sit there and touch And whoever the got, whoever fell asleep and stopped touching it was out. Yeah. yeah. If you remove your hands from the truck or fall asleep, yeah, it was just. <laughs> what a ludicrous <laughs> idea. Yeah, well, to be fair, we've had many ludicrous ideas in our we have. Uh, wonderful world of whatever. What do when points make? Endorsements on your driving license. Um, when Ooh. when we uh, when we're thinking about game shows, just some of the ones we haven't even touched upon yet. The weakest link. That was such a great idea to have a host be horrible to the guests if she wanted. I just love that. And apparently, true. They, yeah. They never used to let the contestants meet her before the filming started. So the first time they ever saw her was when she walked out onto set and they went, right, we're rolling. Because in a lot of places, obviously, they'd all meet the production team and the host beforehand and all be nice and friendly and whatever. They did Yeah, I, I suppose that was novel. You're right. And I did like the first few. So I just felt it got a bit old pretty quick. Yeah. And yeah, after, yeah, yeah. after a while, there's only so many insults you can throw out. But yeah, yeah. when it started... Absolutely agree. It was nice to see her just rip people a new one wherever they get from it wrong. Because there is this element of doing uh, what Roy Walker did and you know trying to make people feel better despite them giving the most ridiculous answer to anything <laughs> yeah. that you could possibly think of. Yeah. Um, uh, and I mean, the one that you've got in your picture behind you now is one of my favourites as well. Uh, yeah. But purely, and that's Family Fortunes. Another uh, iconic sound. <laughs> yeah, what? exactly. You know, um, and Les Dennis made that his own as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If it's on there, I'll give you the money myself. 
yeah. from some of the worst answers that ever come. And he was quite good. <laughs> but what annoys me, and, and Family Fortunes is the biggest um, uh, the biggest show that does this, is the self-indulgence of the host. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So evident in Family Fortunes. Like, he'll spend 20 minutes cramming in some stand-up material <laughs> before he even gets us doing, doing the, yeah. the show itself. And that winds me up with a lot. But of if shows. you're talking like, about don't need talking about excruciating, I don't know if you've seen this, but only this year they've brought back Family Fortunes. Have you seen who's hosting it now? Because it's of all Davina McCall, is well, it probably of all the people who are current celebrities you could imagine could possibly host Family Fortunes, this bloke must have been like. 200th on the list. It must have been like, oh, they won't do it. They won't do it. Can we get them to do it? I'll, t- I'll tell you who I would have do it. Or he's sleeping with someone. Yeah, go on. If I was picking it now, and purely because of the what's behind me here, yeah, which is the epic game show, yeah. Alan Carr. I think yeah. Alan Carr is an absolutely brilliant host. Yeah. And when I was watching the epics of when he and he does uh uh Strike it lucky or strike it rich, whatever they call it. Now. Oh, really? Yeah. He does he does that in the epic game, and he's brilliant at it. He's yeah. so good, and he's hilarious. I, I would have him host a game show in a heartbeat. Well, let me tell you, because clearly you don't know the new host of Family Fortunes is Gino DeCampo. Shut the Italian front door, chef. We can't even speak English half the time. <laughs> How's he gonna know? Exactly. You watch an episode of that, it is painful. I think I watched what must have been the first or second one he'd ever recorded, and I had to turn it off after about 10 minutes. I was like, this is utterly he's terrible. Not, he's not host material. No, no. You might as well. I mean, I'll tell you what, though, if you're having a chef, you'd want Ramsey hosting, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you see? He did a game show on BBC. Oh, God, that was this year. It must have been filmed in lockdown. And it was ridiculous. It was, it was, I can't remember how it built up to it, answering questions. And then you've got these sort of fake ingots that looks like gold ingots, but they lit up different colours. And they had to place them on this, you know, when we did that crystal maze thing and there was that sand game, you had to pick up sand off the floor and put it in these bowls so that this thing didn't wiggle about too much in the middle. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Listeners <clears throat> don't. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, but it was like equivalent to that on this thing, and you're able to place these gold ingots around and not let it wobble over and stuff. And if it wobbled too much, they'd all fall off and they'd lose their money. I was like, what a terrible idea for a game show. It looked rubbish. Well, that was all Gordon Ramsay, his own production company. He hosted it. It was weird. Really? I don't yeah. remember that at all. I don't it's remember a, that. But I, only- I, I, I'd imagine him being a good host. I wouldn't put him like mid, I'd put him at night time when he could go mental at people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gino DeCampo... He, he should be to... doing like the new Weakest Link. Bring Weakest Link back and put Ramsey in there. That would be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would if be phenomenally gave, good TV. If they gave a bad answer, but like, what the hell are you thinking of? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just be like, oh, F off. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it would be hilarious. To How did that. you feel when it was on about the Crystal Maze? With loved Richard, it, Richard O'Brien. I absolutely loved it. There's two the two game shows. I re- there's two TV game shows. I remember watching with my mum as a kid. One is the Crystal Maze, and two is Catchphrase. Right. And I used to love watching them uh, with my mum. We try and get my dad involved. I think sometimes with Catchphrase, but I don't think it was his cup of tea. Yeah, but I do remember watching those. Uh, 
as a kid, and and those be my two big uh, yeah. game shows. Cool. If you go for the sort of highbrow game shows, I guess you, there's three that instantly come to my mind now. There's Mastermind, there's University Challenge, and then there's the thing now, which I watch and I'm like, how does anyone know the answers to any of this? Which is that only connect with Victoria Corrin Mitchell. And I have seen that, and that is hard, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, why do people go on this? How can they answer anything? Bloody hell. I, should, I do want to caveat my Crystal Maze thing with uh, Richard O'Brien era. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. After him, never the same. Yeah. No, totally. Ed Tudor Paul, whoever it was. Yeah. Was yeah. <laughs> Although we have mentioned this on this podcast before, we have now twice... Uh, attempted the live Crystal Maze experience in London's Piccadilly. Heartily recommended. Yeah, yeah thoroughly enjoyed. Get yourself there. There's one in Manchester, one in London. Go. And again, Absolutely. if they want to pay me to do some stuff, I'm 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 there. Yeah, yeah. Although one of our mates does it actually. Good point. Get in touch with him. Blockbusters. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yes, I loved that. Bob yeah. Holness, can I have a pee, please, Bob? One of the ultimate lines. One of the ultimate lines. Yeah, that was uh, Yeah, great... I used to like that. That used to be... Oh, that still is a good show, actually. Yeah. Um, ah, yeah, good. With the... <clears throat> Play your cards right was quite good as well. And the blockbusters were quite... I think they're on the Epic Game Show with Alan Kerr. Yeah. Um, and, and I liked them because they were, they were quite genuine sort of games. There wasn't a lot of bravado around them. Yeah, sure, sure. As the wars with that. Although, having said that, when Monkhouse, bless him, is on, he did used to try and cram a lot of jokes into his yeah into his act. But it should be more about the contestants, not just them getting their own stand up in. That's what, and that's why Barrymore was good. Yeah, 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 totally. Because he yeah. didn't really have a load of stand up. I mean, he did do some every now and again, but I, I don't think that's what he was yeah famous for. He was good at interacting with people. Like yeah, that, my yeah, kind yeah. of people show that he did yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Genuinely. No, he was. Them. He was. He's very good at that. He was a master at that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you've got a list of the best game shows, then. We've probably got about 10 or 12 minutes left. Can we get. I mean, where is this sourced from? <coughs> do, How has it been decided? We do like a good list. We do. Generation yeah. game. There's one we missed. There might oh, be some yeah. we missed on here. Well, they probably uh, there's be. 38 on this list. I'm not going to go from 38. No, but I'm how has start... it been? How has it been worked out? On what authority, or is it just a list somewhere? Was it voted? It's by on a site called Ranker, which is R A N K E R. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, right. just for anyone who wants to be a smart ass about it. <laughs> uh, and I think it's done by uh, audience votes. You can go on and vote them. Yes, okay. So cool. you can upvote or downvote, and the more votes that you get, the get. Up the Marvel. Yeah, down, so there is some down. there is some credence to this, then, right? So this is a voting system based on people who have been bothered to go on and vote. Right. Okay, and so it's, it's well, it's whether you call it genuine or not. I don't know. There's some things um, I'm surprised at. Okay, I'm not surprised. And these at. are all UK game shows, are they? Um, yes. Right, let's do it. We've got yeah, about ten, yeah. 10 minutes to get these in. Well, what number do you want me to go from? Well, do a very quick 38 to 20 without... We won't oh, even okay. 38, <laughs> I haven't really heard of. Uh, 101 Ways to Leave a Game Show. Oh, I have heard of that, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Okay, well, that's 38, so it's okay. at the bottom of the list. Already. Yeah, fine. I think it only, it only got two upvotes. 
poor thing. Right. Uh, 37 is red or black, which I think we've established is rubbish. Yep. Uh, 36 is Interceptor. I don't I remember, remember it. That. It's from no. 1989. Annabelle Croft. I think it's some spin-off from that thing she used to do. Challenge okay. Anakin. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But 36, anyway. That was in 1989, not sure. Uh, then 35 is the Golden Shot. Oh, yeah. Bob Mulkhouse. That was 1967. 34 was Just a Minute. Yeah, yeah. One. Really one. 33, Take Your Pick. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, don't, I don't remember it. It's not. Des O'Connor brought that back, but I don't think he did it originally, yeah. <clears throat> no, oh, okay, that might be why I remember it. No, 32, whether you scrap heap challenge. I mean, whether you call it okay. a game show or not, I don't know, but it is there. Yeah. 31, every second counts. Hey, Paul Daniels. That's what, yeah, all right. I don't remember the show, but I do remember Daniels. Something about... 30, going for gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, Henry Kelly. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, great stuff. That That's number 30. 29, eggheads. I would have put that a lot further down. <laughs> 28, only connect. Yeah. 27, the million pound drop. Right, yeah. 26, beat the chasers. Oh, okay. Well, that's surprisingly low. I yeah. guess there's not been many of them at the minute. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 25, uh, question of sport. Right, yeah. 24, University Challenge. So those are the two longest-running ones there, holding their own at 25 and 24, I Indeed. think. Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 23, 8 out of 10 cats. Good wow, pass. okay. Here's one we haven't mentioned that we probably should have done. 22, The Krypton Factor. Oh, yes, yes. Well How done. good was the Krypton Factor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so good. Yeah, that little mate, that little assault course. That was always the most exciting bit. And then there was controversy on one show where a woman went through it and smacked her head on the tunnel and cut her head open massively, and they had to really? abandon. I don't remember it. that. I think someone broke the leg doing it or something. But yeah. um, what a great! I show. used to love trying to work out all that stuff as well. Yeah. They brought that back for a bit, and it didn't last. It's Gordon a shame Burns I, was I the original. Gordon Burns, original host, brilliant show. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, 21, 15 to 1. What a yeah. rubbish. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, 20, The Generation Game. Old yeah, Fox great I. show. Yeah, yeah. 19, there he is, old Golden Balls. Oh, just, I don't know why. You just saying Forsyth and Generation Game just reminded me then, and it's nothing to do with him. Blankety Blank. I used to love that. Well, you've spoiled the next one then, but never mind. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nine, 19 golden balls. 18, <laughs> 8 out of 10 cats does countdown. Ah, yeah. 17, blankety blank. Hey, blankety blank checkbook and pen. Les yes. Dawson did it. Wogan did it, didn't they? Did anybody else do it? I can't remember. Yeah, Paul O'Grady did it. And I think yeah. Carol Vorderman did it. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Well, she but, was yeah. on it anyway. She's was... down here as one of the hosts. That was a great idea, that, to have the celebrities, the way they were organised, like, in different rows and stuff. It was really clever, that. I enjoyed that show. Yeah, it was really good. But surprisingly, according to um, genuine audience people, not as good as number 16, Tenable. Oh, come on. Well, annoying. I can kind of understand because the actual nature of wanting to join in and answer the questions is addictive. Just the lost time in it, it annoys me so much. Yeah, right. 15 will annoy you even more. Tipping point. Oh, don't be ridiculous. No. no. Okay. 14, mastermind. Yeah, okay. 13, bit of bully. Ooh. Yay. In 13. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, oh, what I used to love about that is you've got your BFH, you've got your bus fare home, no matter what happens, <laughs> that's safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got your bus fare home. <laughs> Frank Skinner in his stand-up did a thing on the, the bully. In I can't do it on it because it's very rude, but there's, there's right. a few of them, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, the in one. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, the yeah. first one, if you, like, if you like a nice tune, you'll be over the moon with this portable cassette player. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, brilliant. Uh, number 12, The Cube. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about that. That's weirdly addictive to watch and then... It yeah. is, yeah. But it always strikes me that when I'm watching stuff like that, I always think, I- I'm the guy who sat there going, well, it's easy, isn't it? See, you can do that. What's up with you? That's well easy. I do that with my eyes shut. What's up with you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then they always do it, and like they always bet all the points or whatever it is, and then just fail miserably. Uh, number eleven, blockbusters. Ah, great. Okay, so I didn't so, know Lisa Tar- uh, Lisa Tarbuck did that, didn't? Oh, no. oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we've already gone through some iconic shows. We've only got about five minutes to get in the top ten. But uh, okay, let's, let's do it. Big, big ones coming in out. ten. <laughs> Pile of rubbish. Deal or no deal? Right, yeah, there you go. It was popular. In nine. The weakest link. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> In eight. Uh, we didn't chat about this, whether it's a game show or not, actually. Go Taskmaster. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I love I that. I do love Taskmaster. It is really good. Yeah. I'd say it's a game show. It's a celebrity game show, though. Yeah, good and point. And they do win stuff, and they do bring stuff. I'll, I'll, yeah, that's a yeah. very good... And he's a good host. He Great. is excellent. He, he yeah. could host something. For sure, he'd have some good banter, some good bants, as, yeah. as the I'm youngsters say. What are they? They're bringing something back with him as the host. Never mind the Buzzcocks, they're bringing back with him hosting it. I've seen, I didn't like it the first time round. I never liked the programme, but you saying he'd be a good host. Yeah, clearly people have jumped on that. There's a new way. host. Oh, yeah, Question of Sport now. They've got Paddy McGuinness on. Not watching that. Yeah, I don't Absolutely like I've never loved, him. never loved him as What's a host. What's that stupid show he did? What, that? No likey, no likey. <laughs> no likey, no likey. No yeah, oh, oh God, that was an awful uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't really say what you I, really think, I, Martin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I do apologise for that outburst. <laughs> um, seven family fortunes. They are great stuff. Yes, deserves its place. Brilliant. It does. In six, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> yes, I'm, yes. Not, I'm not even trying for the title. I'm just doing the in bit, and then it's just normal. <laughs> in five, the Crystal Maze. <laughs> I'm enjoying that more than the names of the show now. Yeah, <laughs> Crystal Maze, only five. Is. Okay, yeah. yeah. In four! <laughs> Countdown. Yes, it appeals to young generation, old generation, everybody now. They've done well yeah, with that. It does well, yeah. Alderman In and... three! Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you do three, with Countdown... Oh, I've just done it. Vorderman in the 80s or Rachel Riley 10 years ago. Who do you prefer? I'm Rachel Riley 10 years ago. Is that because she's pregnant? You got some. No, yeah, well, no, she's just a bit older now. She's still very attractive. I'm just saying. I she is still very attractive. She was. A, Which would I prefer? Vorderman no, no, 80s or Riley now? You know, tough. Tough choice. Uh, tough, tough choice. It's like Sophie's choice. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> do, the, do the thing Joey says in Friends. Put your hands together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd probably go Riley now, to be honest. 
Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Riley, ten years. Has she been doing it ten years? She probably has. Yeah. Um, in three catchphrase. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Good. Right. Loved a bit of catchphrase. Absolutely. So we're down to the top two. Any guesses? We haven't had any. There's Ooh. loads of stuff we haven't had yet. Are they ones we haven't mentioned at all in the top two? Uh, or we have mentioned. Yes. Yes. Both unmentioned. Oh. What could it possibly be? I'm genuinely intrigued. Well, if I one I'm is my favourite, uh, current favourite. Uh, obviously, I'm not talking about. Oh, one favorite. must be the chase. One must be the chase. Well, yeah, that is my favourite. Okay. And the other is probably the one that I find incredibly annoying. Ah, <laughs> oh, what would that be? I've no idea. It can't be the price is right. Well, is I'll it... tell you now. Oh, it's pointless. Not It'll be pointless. <laughs> hey. It's <laughs> pointless. Yes. Which in itself is a pointless show. Well, Richard Osman does actually save that show. I will give him that. Alexander Armstrong is the cheesiest I've ever seen. Alexander Armstrong like, just says the same bad. things over and over again. They must yeah. record four of those a day, three or four of those a day or whatever. And he just goes, thank you very much indeed, Richard. Thank you. Right. If you'd like to swap over now. Yes. Well, that was great. Lovely. Thank you so much. Over to Richard. Yeah, and he does Thank it with so, it's like it's like when he walks through the door, they stick a thing on his back and suck out all the personality yeah, from Alexander yeah, yeah. Armstrong and then kick his ass on the stage. Because he is a phenomenal actor, comedian, he's hysterical. But yeah. as soon as that show comes on, it's like Yes, well, here we are today. Yeah, th- <laughs> thank, thank you for coming back. Uh, Richard, do you have any facts for us today? Yeah, exactly. It's really I'm like, weird. Oh, my God, man. And yeah. it's, uh, I don't know why it's so popular, because it really irritates well, me. Well, annoyingly for you, I quite like the actual concept of what they're being asked to do, find obscure answers <laughs> that other people don't know. I like that idea. No, but, but they have to know it. You have yeah. to find something that someone has said, but not enough people have said. No, well, you, get, correct you get huge points if you get something nobody said. The idea of it is getting a pointless answer, which nobody... All right, but said. yeah, but it's got to be a correct answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm sure I've been watching it. There's a situation where I've gone, but that's the right answer, but they've got you've done the big X or something because it's not on your list or whatever. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Anyway, anyway. in one... <laughs> The chase, which is I think, I think we'll I forget it. the chase. You found a new niche for yourself doing what, that. Being the book. bull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I've enjoyed that more than anything. This podcast. Chase. Oh, yeah, the yeah, chase, the chase is, brilliant. is brilliant. Absolutely. There's a thing on now. Uh, uh, road trip with the chasers. If yeah, you haven't yeah. seen it, watch it. It's 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 pretty good. They go around and test themselves with people across the country, oh, uh, across yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah. They're in America. They're going to Tokyo in the next episode, uh, and they just sort of do so. And the, some of them fail. In fact, most of them fail. There's only Mark Labatt who who actually sort of seems yeah. to be. Well, that's what's clever. In fact, about he was proved. They did an IQ test, and he was proved that he was a genius. Sean Wallace got like ninety, uh, <laughs> and Mark uh, got like. 157 or something. Wow, yeah, yeah, all yeah. All out genius on his IQ. But that's and, what's uh, great Sean about was... that, that you don't have the same person to play against every time. That's that's what keeps that fresh as well, because they're all different. That, the clever idea, really. Clever. Oh, it's just a good show. And it's, he, he actually is probably the ultimate host, isn't he, Bradley Walsh? Yeah, he's brilliant. Uh, 
I know I've said that about a few people today, but I just think he's got it nailed. He's got the little cheekiness going on. He'll have a laugh. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's seen the ones. Everyone will go online and YouTube the clips where he loses his shit. Yeah, because that's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, that when, when Summit when Summit Rude comes up and he laughs, <laughs> just like we would. You know, yeah. What yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah. Like, Fanny or something. Wasn't Fanny Schmeller. Some German woman called <laughs> yeah, Fanny Schmeller. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, if you've not seen this, anyone listening, yeah. go on to YouTube and Google Bradley Walsh. Fanny yeah, Schmeller. definitely. It's quite possibly the funniest thing in the world because he just genuinely is a big kid. Yeah. And, and that's that's brilliant. Well, upset uh, for so, us. Yeah. Time is pretty much up on our uh, quiz show episode, but uh, it's been a blast. I've enjoyed the reminiscing of old ones and thinking about the uh, current ones as well. So it's been nice. It is. No, I've enjoyed it, yeah. I sometimes wonder when you give me these obscure topics, like how are we going to fill an hour with that? But I could yeah. probably go another, I could probably go yeah. another hour just Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Uh, having to rush it. But yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good. Have few thoughts, if you've got any opinion yeah. on game shows. Or Tweet us with like your favourite game shows. We can find out our listeners' favourite game shows. So please. Your favourite game show and your favourite host. Absolutely. Uh, ben, I think you'll find if you just type into Google uh, Greenwich pronunciation and play that little <laughs> video that comes up, uh, you'll find that I will be proved quite right. Uh, so, right, more on that to come in the future. But uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks absolutely. so much for that. Well, well, right now, from both of us here on the Feud for Thought, from me, Ben Simmons, and my as ever wonderfully esteemed colleague, me, Martin Hill. It's bye for now. See you again soon. <laughs> on.